purely Becca, this is purely just you're in the state of all or nothing. And I'm about to walk out mm-hmm. because you've allowed the not self of frustration to get to the boiling point where you just can't do it anymore. And when that happens, you can't hear your authority. You can't connect to the energy centers. You can't connect to you, your higher self. Your frustration level is so high that you're like, like the only solution I see to like get out of this is Mm -hmm. burn everything down. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. This week, we have a fractal line listener of the podcast on the show to be hot seat coached by me. This courageous soul has come to hear the truth of her potential and will leave a more aligned version of herself. Listen in as we discuss how human design and business can be melded together to quickly allow for alignment and money to take place instantly. If you want to sign up for your chance to receive hot seat coaching from me, head over to the link in the show notes and submit your information. These calls are full of value, especially if you imagine yourself as the one receiving the coaching. Learn from all of the energy types and see how business, marketing, and sales works for each one. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. You may notice that we are now producing two shows a week for you guys. Wednesdays will be our hot seat coaching episodes, and Saturdays will continue to be value-packed episodes as well. So we are announcing all new hot seat coaching availability through the email list. So make sure you're on my email list if you would like an opportunity to be hot seat coached by me. Those spots are few and far between. They go very fast. You might also want to follow me on Instagram to see. I know sometimes I announce them in my stories like releasing the email tomorrow or whatever. If, you, if this is something you really want, you can always email us too and let us know that that you're really interested in getting on on the show. This week, we have Becca. She is a 1-3 sacral generator who found herself wanting to burn down everything that she's created in a business partnership over the past two years because she's just done experiencing her not-self theme of frustration. Okay, so she comes with a call wanting to know if she is getting any kinds of signs to leave the partnership she's in now or if she needs to work on her communication in order to get heard. What you will see is that Becca has allowed her not self theme of frustration to drive the way she's showing up in every part of her life. The signs she needs can't be heard because she is way too deep in the frustration, okay? 
So as you listen in, consider, are you in a partnership with someone who does not make your needs a priority? Do you tend to want to end it all in dire moments because you are tired of experiencing your not self? Are you unable to move forward in creative self-expression because you are waiting on someone else to recognize your value? Has your business or income taken a hit from the global crisis that we've all experienced and you're now having a hard time rebuilding? Do you find yourself in the shadow aspects of your sun gate most of the time and you're not sure how to get out? All right, everybody, let's get into the episode. How I like to start these is just to um, find out a little why you felt it was a good idea, important to grab some time to talk with me. Okay. Well, I've been following you since... I think I found you in December, Hey, December, January, somewhere around there. Cause I found human design in November and like instantly became obsessed with it <laughs> in true manifesting generator style. Um, and I own my own business. So I just, I love your coaching style and I love how you walk people through business with human design. Okay. Yeah. So as soon as I found out you were going to be doing hot, like as soon as you, whatever, I think it was a podcast you put out. I can't remember if it was podcast or Instagram, but as soon as I found out you were doing hot seat coaching, I was like, oh, I have to do this. I have to get on here. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, I'm glad you jumped on. Yes. I have pure MG. Yes. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Okay. Well, what is your biggest struggle right now? Do you think? Um, so my business that I own, I'm in a partnership and I'm struggling so much in the partnership, like struggling to the point of being ready to walk away. Why? Um, I don't feel like I'm being heard and there wasn't great communication. I I feel like in the beginning there was, there was communication of how it was going to go and that's not how it's going. And now there's not communication about the things that have changed. And every time I go to him about it, I get shut down. So I'm feeling more like a manager, you know, cause I, managers, like I'm, I manage our whole business. It's a coffee shop. So I manage the girls, the schedule, I manage everything, ordering inventory. Basically right now, the only thing I don't do is write the checks and sign them for our employees. Okay. And what do you wish you would be heard on? So there's things that I'm trying to get us like further. We're two years in. So there's things that I know that would help us grow the business. And every time I come to him with his suggestion, like, Hey, we should do this. It would make more money. I'm stopped with, we can't do it. Cause this, this, like, I just, I'm not being heard with any of it. So I feel like more, more like a manager instead of a partner. Why do you think he's not listening? Um, honestly, there's the reason you guys became partners. Yeah. And, he and he, I, one time, yeah, I've even asked him why, you know, why did, why did you pick me? I didn't have any business know-how. And he told me you're creative people like you, you, you know, I've, I feel like you can put a lot into this business on that side. Um, but I also feel like I've proven myself a lot in the last two years and grown a lot. I, like I said, okay, I wait managed- a minute, wait a minute. Go Go ahead. <laughs> so you guys entered into a partnership because he picked you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Red flag. Well, let me digest this because the next <laughs> thing out of your mouth was basically what happened was he picked you 
And you were like, what? I don't, I'm not even worthy of partnership. And then you went to prove yourself. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) the underlying frequency of this partnership is misalignment, right? Because you're, you were thrown out of, you were thrown off. Yeah. And you couldn't even like your brain couldn't even wrap around why he would choose you. Yeah. Like why me? Yeah. And then, yeah, go go ahead. ahead. So ever since I've been like eight years old and my mom couldn't even attest to this, I remember as early as eight years old telling my mom, I'm going to own a business someday, whether it's a boutique or a bakery or something in that realm. So it's always been in the back of my mind, but for him to come to me was kind of random. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the universe brought you the thing you're trying to manifest, but then you went, I'm not worthy. Yeah. Why me? So instead of just going, Oh fuck. Yeah. I just manifest. I'm so powerful. (laughs) I just manifested exactly what I wanted at eight years old. You went into, I don't even know why he chose me and let me prove that I'm worthy. Yeah. When you say that, it, (laughs) that's not good. When you turn it around like that, what I'm doing is I'm showing you the underlying frequency of the partnership. Okay. That's why you're not being heard because there's not that, um, like I'm still proving myself basically. Yeah. You're still acting as a manager. So we're, so we're like this instead of like this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, was there ever any like partnership in the two of in the relationship? Um, what do you mean? Did you ever feel like a partner? Cause like, what does a partner mean? Like, what does partnership mean to you? So partnership to me means like we communicate, we work on things together. Like right now I feel like, and this is going to, I, I'm just going to say, it. yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like he's a silent investor, but every time I try to move the business forward, I get stopped with, we can't do it because of X, Y, Z. Like there's so many reasons of why it can't move forward. So we move forward when he's ready, but anytime I suggest something, it's a no. So I feel like an, an owner in that sense, but at the same time, I'm being a manager and managing all the things until he feels like stepping back in and giving me his opinion. Okay. So he doesn't really have his hands in the clay of the business. Not anymore. Like we, we like renovated the building we were in together. Um, he's helped come up with some of the menu items, you know, the foundation of it, like the basics, but I'm the one that created the drinks, the drink names, the recipes, all the things. So he helped renovate the building and got our equipment going. And then I've done all the hiring. I've done all of the letting go. Um, I do all the ordering. Everything. Okay, so what was your role when he asked you to be partner? What was the your creative side? What did that well, mean? So the menu and the name, the logo, like I created all of that. So like the creation of it. Mm-hmm. What was your day-to-day responsibilities? Um, until we got it up and going, just basically making sure we had all those things ready. And then once we got it up and going, I was working shifts until we were big enough to start hiring people. Cause we opened April of 2020. So mm. we opened right in the pandemic. Yeah. Cause we, we'd already been working on our business. So when they came to do our inspection, they had put us off because 
we got shut down. The shutdown happened and they were like, let's wait a couple of weeks. Let's see how it goes. Let's wait it out. And then finally they were like, you know what, let's just do the inspection, did the inspection. And they told us, as far as we're concerned, you can open whenever you're ready. So our opening date was April 20th of 2020. But what it sounds like is he's had you do all the legwork for him all along. It doesn't sound like it was, it's ever been any different. Doesn't sound like, no. all of, it doesn't sound like all of a sudden he stopped listening. Like, it sounds like all along, this has been the relationship of partner between the two of you. Is that fair so, to say? Yeah. And he was the, like, I didn't bring any financial anything into it, but it, we were in agreement that he would do that. And then I would be the legwork at like the creative side of it. Well, but here you are being the legwork. Yes. And but, now you're, now you're <laughs> resentful for it. Or just being able to move on. I, I wish he would if he's going to let me do things, I wish he would let me do all of it and be like, okay, here you go. Like keep letting it grow. Like, I feel like I literally feel like there's a glass box on top of me and I can see the potential all around me and above me. And I can't go anywhere. How frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah. So do you realize that you're tolerating a level of your not self? Yes. Yeah. How long have you been tolerating that? Over a year. Why? I don't know. It's scary to step outside of it, but, but I I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm ready. I'm, I literally am ready to hand it back to him and walk away. Yeah. I want to just point out, it's so interesting how we do this as humans. Like we tolerate a bunch of not self, a bunch of not of frustration and even anger. We tolerate it until we fucking can't tolerate it anymore. And then we're, <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm leaving. all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. All or nothing. That's who, that's who we are as humans. But this is purely Becca. This is purely just you're in the state of all or nothing. And I'm about to walk out mm-hmm. because you've allowed the not self of frustration to get to the boiling point where you just can't do it anymore. And when that happens, you can't hear your authority. You can't connect to the energy centers. You can't connect to you, your higher self. Your frustration level is so high that you're like, in order, the only, like the only solution I see to like, get out of this is Mm -hmm. burn everything down, which is a typical three kind of thing to do. (laughs) I get that (laughs) one, three. But like, I, I even told my husband, I said, I'm, I'm ready to go to him and say, I want this to work. I've put my heart and soul into it. But if you don't have a, like, if you're not going to listen to me, then what are we doing? Why, like, why, why are we in this like cycle of it's not working? It's not, you know, like I see the potential of this place. If we don't have a solid plan to move forward, then I'm done. And I walk away and I I'm so frustrated. I'm willing to walk away with nothing. Yeah. Wow. So what's interesting is your sun gate is that the the shadow of it is like, I will fight the fight and kill myself while fighting it. (laughs) I know when I found out that was my sun gate, I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Right. Like it's, you know, it's just, it's in your DNA. Right. So now we got to go, okay, how can we not like ruin the life of Becca and still get Becca what she wants? Yeah. Because on the other side of that perseverance, like that's, um, 
like the gate 39 is I, I always get what I want. It's a gate of struggle, but I, I always come out on top eventually. Yeah, you will. But I, and you do want to get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> you don't exactly. <laughs> I want to get struggle. there someday. <laughs> no. And the truth is the only reason you feel like it will maybe happen someday is because you literally can't hear your sacral authority right now. Which now I feel like in the last month and maybe it's whatever the planets have been doing, you know, retrograde and the solar eclipse and all these things. Um, I feel like other things are starting to crumble around me. And I think it's because I'm in my not self. Yeah. So when, when this is out of alignment, everything else is becoming out of alignment. Yes. And the planetary, the, the things that happen like Mercury and the, the, the solar eclipse, when that, when planets do things like that, it's always going to reveal what is not working in our lives, mm-hmm. friendships, partnerships, money, yeah. health. Okay. Yeah. My husband and I are like in the, in the works of a transition from the house we're in now to a new one. And I don't feel like we've ever like not had like the same views on a house or what to do, or just, we're just struggling right now. Like we're not aligned because I'm not aligned. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the underlying theme of this call is the struggle. Yes. Right. And I'm tired of the struggle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I do. I hear you. It is, it is a, like when you can't see, how do I get out of this? It's like, am I ever, I get it. So I want to go back to, you're like, I'm ready to have the conversation. Why haven't you had it yet? Um, honestly, I've tried to have it with him several times and he keeps canceling on me. Hmm. Interesting. Why do you think that is? I don't know, but I also feel like, wait um, a minute, I'm not going <laughs> to, yeah. okay. We're not going to do, I don't know. Okay. Cause <laughs> when you say, I don't know what you're really saying is I don't trust my higher self to tell me what the answer is. Okay. Okay. So we don't, we want to watch like, I don't know. And like, allow it to be a dismissive thing because what you're trying to do when you're working with your energy is you're trying to create a relationship with the perspective that is you that knows it all. Okay. Okay. So if you had a direct connection and you could trust her implicitly, what do you think the reason would be? Um, too busy and we're not like our business right now is not a priority. Yep. That's it. It's not a priority because here's the thing. Do you show up for things that are a priority to you? Like this call every day, Mm -hmm. every day I'm at the shop doing the things I need to be doing. Yeah. What's really frustrating you is the things that you see as a priority and as important and as benefits to expanding in the creative way you, you have in your mind of the way it could work. Mm -hmm. It's not a priority to your partner. So every day you're going in there and you're like, you're not being seen in the value and the reverence that you desire to bring because you know, the potential. Yeah. Instead Mm -hmm. of saying, I changed my mind. I'm out. I'm done. You're not recognizing I'm done. Even trying. I've tried to make the appointment. We're not even going there. It's time to move on. Right. So if that was the conversation, then your brain brings up some like other things and we can go into that, but that's it. Like 
literally the way I see this is he is in it with the money. Yeah. He's got his plan for how he wants his money to work. He's not open for your creative energy there. What he's, he may have said to appeal to you, like, yeah, I want to use the, you're so creative. And you're like, yeah, I am. Thank you for really like knowing that. And then he's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, go do all the work. Yeah. And now it doesn't feel like a fair trade. No, because I am being compensated. That's the way we set up the business so that we can both take a paycheck, but it's not what it should be in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, because you, I mean, but this would be a whole different conversation if the money was there. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we tolerate even longer when there's a dollar bill assigned to that activity. Yeah. We'll do a lot of things for 10 bucks, but we'll do a hell of a lot more for a thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that you're going to get the appointment. I don't know that you're going to get the appointment because if I'm looking through the eyes of the, the universe's um, patterning and energetics and all of the things that, you know, that I, that I know to be true. Mm-hmm. The universe is really telling you without telling you that this is what's going on. So is it a clear sign as like, move on do something else? <laughs> yeah. You're not even getting heard when you are like, I'm about to leave. You're not even getting heard. Yeah. So that's why it's a struggle. Becca, because you're still struggling to get heard (laughs) and it's not working. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what if you, what if you just stopped trying to be heard by him? Because I, like I, for a while, like I tolerated it because I was still loving the creative side, but I don't even want to be creative anymore because it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Why work on the business if it's not going to get me anywhere? Yeah. So the very thing that he wanted to bring you on as partner for is getting snuffed out. Yeah. And what's happening is you're allowing it to be. Which in turn, I'm telling him how to treat me because it keeps happening. Yeah. And I mean, let's just look, let's just look at it from, let's take, let's take him out of it. You're treating yourself that way by not calling attention to this immediately and solving for it immediately because we live years like you have experienced in the frustration and that depletes the, the energy of the sacral. And that sacral is always trying to be on fire for you, trying Mm -hmm. to send you to the next thing to do, to light you up and get you going and keep that creative energy flowing. And you haven't had access to it because you've been so in the struggle of trying to be yeah. heard. <laughs> like, and I, I feel the exhaustion, like, and I just, I just kept like before human design, I just kept like, Oh, it's cause you're so busy. You're not, you know, you're not sleeping well, you're working hard, you're working on a dream, you know, all the excuses. And then I found human design. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm supposed to give other people energy. Like what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense. When you look at your chart, you learn about your energy type and you're like, wait a minute. Like, I remember I felt like a projector. Yeah. And I was like, this chart must be wrong because I'm a projector and I, and, and I want to no. take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I slept for the first year of my experiment. I was like, I mean, <laughs> something is wrong here. I need to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how, 
amazing to know that like your sacral energy is, first of all, your soul is working hard for you, trying to get you to like, be like, <laughs> leave this shit behind, leave yeah. it behind. Because as soon as that like is done and the decision is made to not try to be heard anymore, the opportunity on the other side of that is where you're going to find the enthusiasm, the, I feel energy from doing these things. I see opportunity. I get opportunity. Money is attracted to me in different ways. Like you're going to see that. And what happens is, and I suspect it'll happen very quickly because you are in a partnership and you live with him. That will change the relationship with your husband because you're just no longer leaking that. I want to be heard struggle energy. Because I mean, I heard too, that you don't feel heard by him even right now. So see how it's kind of bleeding out into like your other areas of life. And you don't want that. He's a generator, my husband. And I think we're both like feeling that right now because he's feeling this with his job too. It's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) We're like marrying each other. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how the planet energy will expose it all? Yeah. And his isn't necessarily a partnership. He just he's gone as far as he can go in his job and reach the very top. And he still has 12 years till he retires. And he's like, what do I do? Yeah. I'm like, well, you're, you're a generator. You have to find things that light you up. And he's like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you can't even tell him because you're like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out. You're like Mine. buried yeah. under, you know, you're buried under the, the levels of frustration right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that conversation or not even a conversation? What does that action step look like? Cause we're not going to go to a conversation with him. We're going to send an email. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my husband, I was going to send an email. Oh, it was probably, oh, I don't know. It was like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And my husband was like, why? He won't even read it. I'm like, well, then how do I have to say something? I can't just walk well, away. <laughs> is there anything legally tying you to that business? Uh, my name's on the business. Okay. So do you need to consult an attorney? I don't think so. Cause we're not in a point where we're making money yet. We're only two years in. So it's not because people have been like, well, buy him out. And I'm like, I can't because he is the, he's the money side of it. So if I buy him out, I'm, I'm spending a ton of money, but for him to buy me out, it's not going to cost him anything because I didn't put any money into it. So if that makes sense. Yeah. You put your blood, sweat, and tears and physical sacral energy into it until it depleted you dry. (laughs) but I didn't put money in it. So you can't buy me out. (laughs) Yeah. So if there's no legal repercussions of like you being on a name, you know, I I would definitely, I would consult, make sure of that legally Mm -hmm. that you're not going to be, you know, if it does go under and he tries to hold you 50% responsible for whatever happens, who knows? Legal is very uh, much um, in the energetic world. It's very much just make sure that your ties are cut. Okay. Completely. And yep. it's a simple email, Becca, and it's no looking back. Now, how does that feel? Scary. Yeah. <laughs> now, why? What comes up immediately? Um, I don't know. I like, I'm trying to tap into it because it's like, there's so much going on, but I know there will be relief. Like I know that once I Like it'll just feel like a weight off my chest, off my shoulders. Yeah. For something I've been carrying for so long. How do you handle, um, walking through and making decisions through fear? Well, my spleen is defined. So I just do the damn thing. Like, I feel like that's how I, like, 
it's not that I don't feel fear, but I, I feel the fear. And then I'm like, well, the only way to get over it is to just freaking do it. Well, the spleen is there to let you know if it's safe or not to move forward. Even over the sacral. Mm-hmm. Because that's okay, your authority. Your authority is safety. your sacral. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I focus so much on the frustration dimming out the sacral energy because you can't get access to it to know the next step. So this is going to be a leap of faith and mm-hmm. a certain kind of trust fall for you because the sacral needs some reprieve. It needs to light back up. It needs to, st- you need to stoke its fire, right? Yeah. Um, is it crazy that I already know what the next step is after I let this go? No, that's why I asked. Like, so how does that feel? And you're like, scary. <laughs> it is yeah, scary. That's why I asked. Because even after letting it go, the next step, like business-wise is scary. Yeah. But see how the universe is supporting you? Like it's waiting. Like, hello, do this. Hurry up. Yeah. It's waiting. This there's is, this always, is what's on the other side. there's always a net. There's always a net, but it can't catch you unless you actually decide to, to fall, to go, to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, like, it's not a money scarcity thing. Like I'm not worried about that. Cause that's not, I could go out right now and make more than I'm making <laughs> just yeah. doing some simple and not coming home with all the stress. So it's not a money thing. Right. Yeah. I think it's just the fear of I've worked so hard on this and then just stepping away from it. Well, um, I don't know that that's fear, Becca. It's probably a lot of sadness. Yeah. Like, what did I just do for two years? Yeah. But to me, it's not a failure. I won't see it as a failure. I've learned so much. No, there is no such thing as failure. And the work now, Becca, is in looking back at, you know, the actual decision to go into partnership. We talked a little bit about that underlying frequency from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Forgiving yourself at that moment for not seeing yourself as, as, um, worthy of the side-by-side relationship, because if you would have seen that in the beginning, you wouldn't have allowed it to go on so far yeah. and so long. Yeah. So what it, it's just forgiving yourself for making that decision and allowing yourself to continue in it for two years, but knowing 1000% that every minute in that business was setting you up for the next thing for you. None of your time and energy was wasted or like you say, it wasn't, there was no failure. There's yeah. always something waiting. I mean, even at the very end of my nursing career, and then I found human design. I was like, wait a minute here. I was like, <laughs> well, I've been like this for four years. What does that mean for me? But doing the work I do now, I mean, it was perfect. Every moment in my career set me up for the career that I have now. And I will never look back. Right. Yeah. So it's just a process of, all right, I got to go in and I got to forgive myself and I got to feel the sadness, the anger, the grief. I got to walk myself through it. And I know that even while I'm doing that, the universe is bringing me the next opportunity as we speak. Yeah. It's in fact, it's waiting for me, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just trusting it. Yeah. Does that help? Yes. Okay. I think, I think I like, I, told my husband what I was doing. And he's like, well, what are you going to ask? And I'm like, well, I know what I want to ask, but I think I already know the answer. He's like, well, then why are you asking? Like, cause I need help. I need someone to coach me through it. Like it's hard. It's tough. 
yeah. not an easy, it's not easy to just turn around and walk away from something you've built for three. I mean, we've been open for two, but it's been three years in the works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the value of having someone else's perspective is just that I'm not invested in the outcome. You know, yeah. I'm invested in your alignment. Yeah. You know? that makes so, sense. Yeah. So I look at it as like, okay, what is the universe doing for her right now that she can't see because she's in it? She's in the frustration of it. Yeah. When you're in the middle of it, it's hard to yeah. see. Yeah. That's the beauty of, of, yeah. I need, I need someone on the outside looking in. Yes. Yeah. We all do. It's like a brain surgeon can't do brain surgery on his own brain. You know, right. <laughs> a brain surgeon even needs a brain surgeon sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much, Becca. It was wonderful. Thank meeting you. you. You too. Okay. I'll see you soon. Hey, have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Becca, for getting on the call with me and having the courage to touch on the deep stuff here. Your chart is full of creative energy looking to be expressed. And I can imagine how frustrating it has been to not be able to express your creative energy in a way that allows other people to truly honor it. So as you can see, Becca has really allowed the not self to be what drives her addiction to the shadow frequency of her sun gate. Okay, so what happens is we get chemically addicted to our shadow frequencies when we don't actively find ways to stop it. And her sun gate of 38, the shadow here is struggle, right? And struggle is the energy of feeling defeated and then blaming others for the defeat. And you heard how she felt when she realized this about herself, like defeated as if her whole life was set up to struggle because she had the sun gate of 38 and the shadow was struggle. But you also heard her say, I always get what I want, right? And the truth is, she is getting exactly what she wants and what she wants is to stay in struggle. That's more comfortable for her. That's her conditioned state of being. She is resisting success because she's determined to stay in the shadow. Now, again, all of this is subconscious, right? None of this is something we just know and don't do anything about. But you could all hear in the call, like everyone's just thinking, I know what y'all are thinking, leave. But to her, it's this subconscious need to be recognized for the value. And she feels like that will be how she is released from that. And that's not how it works. We know this because she's not just willing to let go of this partnership, right? Her conditioning is pulling her to find more struggle to the point where now she's not in alignment with her romantic partner. Instead of releasing the struggle and accepting that the partnership she entered into was not one of integrity and alignment and just moving on, She's deciding every day to stay in frustration by continuing to not recognize her own value. No one will ever make your creative expression a priority except for you. It is up to you to make sure you are surrounded by people that only honor your essence. When you can't do that for yourself first, you are by default accepting that others don't. Okay, your energy is a gift others get to have access to 
when you allow. It is not something that anyone gets to take advantage of, but they will, right? You see that. They will. Okay, so Becca, now that you know the gifts of your design, start demanding that everyone in your life recognize them as well. We couldn't even get into the possibility what was next for Becca because she is so deep in the shadow and experiencing the not self for herself. It's time, Becca, for you to step into your gift of perseverance. So your sign is now. Start recognizing these obstacles as gifts for your evolution in disguise. I want you to go read the Gene Key 38 gift again, and I want you to find all the ways this partnership has allowed you to find value in places of yourself you were overlooking before. And when you can get to a frequency of gratitude for the struggle that you've experienced, instead of remaining a victim to it, you will have tipped the game of this life in your favor. Okay, y'all, that is the episode for the day. Find yourself in Becca's experience of struggle and start empowering your gift frequency every single day. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you would like an opportunity to be hot seat coached by me, head over to the show notes and send us your information. And if you're ready to do business differently and stop your hustle so you can actually start your impact in only the way that you can, check out what ways I can help you personally navigate your human design experiment in your business down in the show notes. I help women find what people will pay them for and become unapologetic about doing it now. Because when high-achieving women become aligned in business and start calling in money, we impact the world in massive ways. Mm -hmm.